to the testimonies. Kabla tuje kwa shuhuda. Before we come to the healing service. Kabla tuje kwa ibada ya uponyaji. I want to share a little bit of a word, the word of the Lord here. Ninataka kushiriki kidogo neno la Bwana hapa. The bread, the bread from heaven. Mkate mkate toka mbinguni. The hot bread of Yahweh. Mkate moto wa Yahweh. Before we begin with the healings that took place on Wednesday. Kabla tuanze na zile ponyaji ambazo zilitendeka siku ya Jumatano. And so we have been looking at the book of Matthew chapter 7. Hivyo tumekuwa tukiangazia kwenye kitabu cha Mathayo sura ya saba. Matthew chapter 7. Mathayo sura ya saba. Looking at the judgment of the Lord. Tukiangazia hukumu ya Bwana. The righteous judgment of Yahweh. Hukumu ya haki ya Yahweh. The judgment that you see in Revelation chapter 20. Hukumu mnayoona kwenye kitabu cha ufunuo sura ya 20 verses 11 and 15 Mstari wa 11 hadi 15 And we've been trying to get through this to finish this so we can move on Na tumekuwa tukijaribu sana tumalize hii ili kwamba tusonge mbele But it's been quite uh, busy Lakini imekuwa imesongamana sana There's so much to bring to you Kunayo mengi kabisa ya kuwaletea Before we go to the healing service that took place we are going to spend the whole night on the healing service that took place Kabla twende katika zile uponyaji ambayo ilitendeka tunaenda kuchukua usiku wote kwa hizo uponyaji zilizotendeka Very powerful the school for the deaf Ya nguvu kabisa shule ya viziwi Mundika school for the deaf big celebration there Shule ya viziwi ya Mundika sherehe kubwa kabisa huko And you saw the simple decree that I made here Na mliona lile tangazo rahisi kabisa ambalo nilifanya hapa When I say that whosoever gains contact with me through this camera or through the radio Wakati niliposema ya kwamba yeyote ambaye atakutana nami pitia kwenye kamera hii ama pitia katika radio That once you link up with me through this camera or the radio ya kwamba mara tu unapokutana pamoja nami pitia kwa kamera hii ama masafa ya radio Then nothing else will matter now Hivyo basi hakuna lolote lingine litajulisha sasa But the eternal blood of Jesus Ila damu ya milele ya Yesu That then I will make a decree and then you gain contact with the Lord Ya kwamba sasa nitafanya amri halafu mtakutana na Bwana At that time that's what I said on Wednesday. Kwa wakati huo hicho ndicho nilisema siku ya Jumatano. That decree went all the way to Turkana. Ya kwamba amri hiyo ilienda moja kwa moja hadi kule Turkana. Very shocking. Yeye kushangaza sana. And he was dead from the waist down. Na alikuwa amekufa kuanzia kwa kiuno hadi chini. No feeling that's why he had urine and stool flowing without control. Hakuwa na hisia yoyote na ndio sababu mkojo na haja kubwa ilikuwa inapita tu bila kusitirika. And then Mundika School for the Deaf. Halafu shule ya viziwi ya Mundika. Then the blind person in Kericho. Halafu yule mtu kipofu kule Kericho. Then Nanyuki. Halafu Nanyuki. Everywhere. Kila mahali. We have a lot of testimonies. Tunazo shahuda nyingi sana. But I want to share on this for now for tonight before we go into that celebration. Lakini ninataka kushiriki kuhusiana na hii usiku wa leo kabla tuingie katika sherehe hizo. We've been looking at the book of Matthew. Tumekuwa tukiangazia kitabu cha Mathayo. Chapter 7. Sura ya saba. Verses 21 on. Mstari wa 21 kuendelea. When the Lord spoke tremendous words, shocking words. Wakati Bwana alipozungumza maneno ya kushangaza, maneno ya kutisha. Difficult words. Maneno magumu. The Lord spoke words that he has uh, that uh, according to you the generation that loves love and peace it sounds more like these are not the words of Jesus 
Bwana alizungumza maneno ambayo kulingana nani? Maneno mazito. Maneno mazito. These are heavy words. Haya ni maneno mazito sana. When he said, wakati aliposema Matthew 7:21. Kitabu cha Mathayo 7:21. That not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, si kila mtu aniambiaye Bwana, Bwana, will enter the kingdom of heaven. Atakaye ingia katika ufalme wa mbinguni. And yet you know very well that the scripture says that whosoever calls upon the name of the Lord will be saved. Ili hali mwajua vyema kabisa ya kwamba maandiko yanasemea kwamba yeyote atakayelitia jina la Bwana ataokolewa. But now calling upon the name of the Lord, Lord, Lord. Lakini sasa ukitia jina la Bwana, Bwana, Bwana. But will not enter the kingdom of heaven. Lakini hata ingia katika ufalme wa mbinguni. And he goes on to say. Na anaendelea kusema. But only the one who does the will of my Father who is in heaven bali ni yeye afanyaye mapenzi ya baba yangu aliye mbinguni and then after that he says halafu baada ya hiyo anasema many will say to me on that day wengi wataniambia siku ile that day being the final judgment the day when all people must stand before the lord and give a full account siku ile ikiwa ndiyo siku ya hukumu ya mwisho siku ambayo kila mtu watasimama mbele za Bwana na kupeana hesabu kamilifu How did you live the life that God gave you on this earth Je ni vipi ulivyoishi maisha ambayo Mungu alikupatia hapa duniani And he says verse 22 Matthew 7 that many will say to me on that day Na anasema kwenye mstari wa 22 Mathayo 7 ya kwamba wengi wataniambia siku ile Meaning you will be seated on that great white throne kumaanisha kwamba atakuwa ameketi kwenye hiyo enzi nyeupe kuu and then they will come before him and say to him halafu watakuja mbele zake na kumwambia so there is going to be direct contact with the lord on that day hivyo basi kunaenda kuwepo na kukutana kwa moja kwa moja na bwana katika siku hiyo that's why it's so important na ndio sababu ni muhimu kabisa that we get to understand this and and then change the way we live our lives here ya kwamba tupate kuelewa hii halafu tubadilishe jinsi tunavyoishi maisha yetu hapa duniani on our radio broadcast at the lunch hour bread lunch time bread katika mapeperusho yetu ya radio katika mkate wa mchana When I came to you on this very matter of the day of judgment that is coming. Wakati nilipokuja kwenu kuhusiana na swala hili kuu kabisa kuhusu hukumu ya Bwana ambayo inakuja. I said. Nilisema that every time somebody wants to become a teacher. Ya kwamba kila wakati mtu anapotaka kuwa mwalimu. Okay, let's begin from uh, from primary school. Wacha tuanzie kwa shule ya msingi. Every time somebody wants to go to secondary school. Kila wakati mtu anataka kwenda katika shule ya upili. They have to prepare from the primary school. Ni lazima from wach- there. Ni lazima- they have to change everything they are doing and do it with that secondary school, that future day in sight. Ni in sight all the time. Ni lazima wajiandae kuandae kila kitu kutokana na hayo maisha ya shule ya msingi ya kwamba lazima wakapate kuwa na ile shule ya upili katika mawazo yao. They have to be thinking about that future day inside as they live their lives in that primary school. Ni lazima wawe wanafikiria kuhusiana na hiyo siku ya usoni ya shule ya upili wanapoishi katika hayo maisha ya shule ya msingi. Targeting that day in everything changing their lives here reading differently that they may pass and go to secondary school wakilenga kabisa siku hiyo wakisoma vitofauti kabisa kila siku wakifanya tofauti ili kwamba wakapate kwenda katika shule ya upili it's, it's just a natural way in which god created man 
And that when they get to secondary school, when they when they prepare from primary, they pass and go to secondary school. And now when they go to secondary school, if they have a dream of going to high school, then again from the secondary school they have to live in a certain way with that day in focus that high school is the focus now but it's changing the way they are living in the secondary school and so they have to do things change their lives to, to show that they want to go to that second that high school and so when exams come then they pass because in the primary school they are prepared for secondary school and in the secondary school they are prepared for high school and when they enter high school if they want to be scientists there are specific courses they are given they choose specific courses so again the, the, the university changes the way they live in the high school so they live targeting that so they change their lives with that day when they go to university in focus and those who want to go and do arts, uh, do business, commerce, what, ICT, everything, they, they take particular courses in the high school. Psychology, history, geography, whatever it is. And so that is how it is. Those who want to be lawyers, they prepare for those courses. Those who want to be doctors, prepare for those courses. And then, when they go to university, they again now have the career, the industry in focus. When they finish, what do I want to be? and that changes the way they live in the university they are now preparing for industry for job market same thing with salvation how much more then should it be here in salvation because the Lord is taking us through this for the reason that you should now live your life on the earth with that day in focus. That that should then change the way you live your life on the earth here. If you are planning to enter the kingdom of heaven, there is a particular way in which you need to live and prepare here. If you want to go to hell, I, I, I've never heard I've never met anybody saying they want to go to hell. I've had people say in a joking way, but I have never found one that really wants to go to hell. But sometimes 
They make jokes about it. Sometimes you hear or you watch a very wealthy man, uh, the top wealthy ones of the earth saying that for me when I die, the Lord will bundle me up and throw me into the lake of fire. So sometimes you hear that when, when they are being interviewed. And they are laughing, thinking it's a joke. Wakati mwingine unapatia kwamba wale watu matajiri sana watu wangazi ya juma shuhuri duniani wakati ambapo wanahojiwa katika habari wanasemea kwamba kongu mimi nataka wakati ambapo nitakufa Bwana anitupe kabisa katika jahanamu wanachekelea kwa hilo wakifikiria kwamba ni mchezo So it's very important to understand what is ahead of us. Kwa hivyo ni muhimu kabisa kuelewa kile ambacho kiko mbele yetu. That's why we're taking quite a bit of time here. Na ndio sababu tunachukua muda hapa. And we're now tying up the loose ends so that we may finish this and enter the rapture of the church that the Lord has shown me. Na sasa tunamalizia malizia ile mambo ya mwisho mwisho ili kwamba tukapata kuimalizia kabisa ili tuingie katika unyakuzi ambao Bwana amenionyesha. Remember I have seen the church taken up the Lord coming and taking the church. Kumbukeni kwamba nimemwona Bwana akija na kulichukua kanisa. And that's why when I make decrees here for the healing during healing services then the Lord accomplishes them as testimony heaven testifying that listen to him his words will be fulfilled the messiah is coming repent turn away from sin be holy the kingdom of god is near na ndio sababu kila wakati ninapofanya matangazo ya uponyaji hapa alafu bwana anaenda na kuidhibitisha na kuwaponya watu hiyo ni ushuhuda wa mbingu ya kwamba bwana anashuhudia ya kwamba huo ujumbe ni kweli kabisa watoka kwangu ya kwamba tubuni mkageuke toka kwa dhambi kwa maana ufalme wa mbinguni unakaribia be righteous iweni watakatifu iweni wenye haki the kingdom of god is near ufalme wa mungu umekaribia and so he's saying here kwa hivyo anasema hapa that not everyone who says to me lord Lord will enter the kingdom of heaven that is such a sobering statement ya kwamba si kila mtu aniambiaye bwana bwana atakaye ingia katika ufalme wa mbinguni hiyo ni kauli yenye nguvu kabisa halisia sana but only the one that does the will of my father who is in heaven bali ni yeye afanyaye mapenzi ya baba yangu aliye mbinguni verse 22 says mstari wa 22 anasema matthew chapter 7 mathayo sura ya 7 many will say to me on that day lord lord Wengi wataniambia katika siku ile Bwana Bwana Did we not prophesy in your name? Je, hatukutoa unabii kwa jina lako? And in your name drive out demons? Na kwa jina lako kutoa pepo wachafu? And in your name perform many miracles. Na kwa jina lako tukafanya miujiza mingi. Verse 23 is a shocking verse. Mstari 23 ndio mstari wa kushtua. Then I'll tell them plainly. Ndipo nitakapowaambia wazi that to tell you the truth ya kwamba amen amen nawaambia i never knew you sikuwajua kamwe away from me you evil doers ondokeni kwangu ninyi watenda maovu jesus that loves the church yesu ambaye analipenda kanisa is saying this to the church when it comes to the narrative of the day of judgment analiambia hivi kanisa wakati inapokuja kwa masuala ya siku ya hukumu he says he will tell, tell them he will say to them anasemea kwamba atawaambia i never knew you The Lord Jesus that knows everybody created everyone. Bwana Yesu ambaye anamjua kila mtu aliumba kila mtu. He says I never knew you. Anasemea kwamba kamwe sikuwajua ninyi. Away from me, depart from me you workers of wickedness. Ondokeni kwangu ninyi watenda maovu. You workers of iniquity. Ninyi watenda udhalimu. So that, that should be such an awakening point in the church, an awakening text, strict scripture in the church that when you read it you wake up. 
Kwa hivyo hilo lapasa kuwa kipengee cha mwamsho. Andiko la mwamsho kabisa kanisani ya kwamba unapolisoma unaamka. And that is what we saw the last time we, we had this conversation on judgment. Na hicho ndicho tuliona ule wakati wa mwisho tulipokuwa na mazungumzo haya ya hukumu. That this should shape the way you live your life on the earth. Ya kwamba hii yapaswa kubadilisha jinsi mnavyoishi maisha yenu duniani. And we know very clearly. Na mnajua kwa wazi kabisa that the lord wants you to enter heaven ya kwamba bwana anataka muingie mbinguni but verse 23 is a shocker lakini mstari wa 23 ndio mshangao mkubwa that you chase them to hell ya kwamba atawafukuzia mbali hadi jehanamu depart from me you workers of iniquity you sinful people ondoke ni kwangu ninyi watenda maovu ninyi watu wenye dhambi and they were saying you see they did things they prophesied they they did exorcism they cast out demons and they also did ma- many miracles then he said i never knew you walikuwa, so you wonder under whose power did they do that na walikuwa wanasema kwamba eti walifanya mambo walitoa unabii walitoa pepo wachafu walifanya miujiza mingi hivyo basi lakini yesu akamwambia kwamba ondokeni kwangu hivyo unashangaa je walifanya mambo hayo chini ya nguvu za nani the book of john chapter 10 Kitabu cha Yohana sura ya kumi, verse 38. Mstari wa 38. He says the following. Asema yafuatayo. John 10:38. Kitabu cha Yohana 10:38. The words of Jesus himself. Maneno ya Yesu mwenyewe. And he says, but if I do them, he's talk about the miracles he did. Yesu anasema kwamba ikiwa nikifanya hiyo, anazungumza kuhusiana na miujiza aliyofanya. If I do them, ikiwa nitazifanya. Even though you do not believe me, Japo mimi. Believe the works that you may know and understand that the Father is in me and I in the Father. Aminini matendo ili kwamba mpate kujua ya kwamba Bwana yuko ndani mwangu nami niko ndani ya Baba. And here he's raising the value of miracles and wonders. Na hapa anakweza udhamana wa miujiza na maajabu. He's celebrating the miracles he's saying the miracles are so powerful in the mission of the gospel anasherehekea maajabu nguvu za maajabu na miujiza anasemea kwamba miujiza ni nyeti sana na ya nguvu katika suala la injili and so you wonder then hivyo basi unashangaa if the miracles are this important which type of miracles then did the other people do je ikiwa miujiza ni za muhimu namna hii basi ni aina gani za miujiza ambazo wale wengine walifanya for him to tell them to tell you the truth depart from me i never knew you did those things kwake yeye kuambia kwamba amin amin nawaambia sikuondokeni kwangu sikujua kwamba mlifanya hivi and yet when you read the book of hebrews chapter 13 verse 5 ili hali ukisoma kwenye kitabu cha waebrania sura ya 13 mstari wa 5 Turn with me to Hebrews 13:5 blessed people. Geukeni pamoja nami kwenye kitabu cha Waebrania 13:5 watu wabarikiwa. Hebrews 13 let me check it for you if it is the one Hebrews 13:5. Kitabu cha Waebrania sura ya 13 mstari wa 5. Exactly it is. Ndio hiyo hasa. Once you turn there we read together. Mara tu mkigeuka pale tutasoma pamoja. It says keep your lives free from the love of money. Anasema yalindeni maisha yenu msiwe na tabia ya kupenda pesa. And be content with what you have because god said again because god has said never will i leave you in other words i will never leave you never will i forsake you so if god says this about his people the church he says to them this Then who are these he says depart from me 
Kwa hivyo ikiwa Mungu anasema hivi kuhusiana na watu wake kanisa, hivyo basi je, hawa ni watu wapi ambao Bwana anasemea kwamba ondokeni kwangu? He's telling the church his own people. Analiambia kanisa watu wake mwenyewe. He's vowing to them. Anawaapia that never will I leave you. Ya kwamba kamwe sitawaacha. And never will I forsake you. Wala sitakuacha upungukiwe. And if you read the book of Matthew 28. Na ukisoma kwenye kitabu cha Mathayo 28. Matthew 28 turn will be there we read together. Kitabu cha Mathayo 28 geukeni pamoja nami pale tusome pamoja. Verse 20. Mstari wa 20. Matthew 28:20. 28:20. Look at what he says there. Tazameni kila anachosema pale. He says the following. Anasema yafuatayo. And teach them to obey everything I have commanded you. Nanyi wapindesheni kuyati mambo yote ambayo nimewaamuru ninyi. And surely I am with you always even unto the very end of the age. I will never abandon you. Na hakika mimi niko pamoja nanyi siku zote hadi mwisho wa nyakati sitawahi kuacha. So then who are these? Hivyo basi je, hawa ni kina nani? What is their identity? Je, kitambulisho chao ni kipi? They that when they appear he says I never knew you. Depart from me to hell. He abandons them. Wao wakati ambapo watakuja mbele zake atawaambia kwamba ondokeni kwangu sikuachua kamwe endeni jehanamu anawaacha kabisa Hallelujah Hallelujah And he says Na anasema that only those that do the will of the father Ya kwamba ni wale tu wafanyao mapenzi ya baba He will celebrate them Atawasherehekea The will of the father Mapenzi ya baba Those doing the will of the father Wale ambao wanafanya mapenzi ya baba If you turn to John what is the will of the father then Je, mapenzi ya baba ni yapi basi? If you turn the book of John chapter 6. Ukigeukea kwenye kitabu cha Yohana sura ya 6. I know we we'll get to Romans 12 verse 2, but let's first go to John chapter 6 verse 28 29. Najua ya kwamba tutaenda kwenye kitabu cha Warumi 12 mstari wa pili, lakini kwanza acha tuende kwenye kitabu cha Yohana 6:28 29. John chapter 6 blessed people. Kitabu cha Yohana sura ya 6 watu wabarikiwa. Verses 28 29. Mstari wa 28 29. He says Then they asked him. Anasema ndipo wakamuuliza. What must we do to do the works God requires? Je, tufanye nini ili tupate kuitenda kazi Mungu anayohitaji? In other words, what must we do to do the will of God the Father? Kwa maneno mengine, je, lazima tufanye nini ili kwamba tufanye mapenzi ya Mungu Baba? Then in verse 29 of John chapter 6 he answers them. Halafu kwenye mstari wa 29 kitabu cha Yohana sura ya 6 anawajibu. Jesus answered. Yesu akawajibu. The work of God is this. Kazi ya Mungu ndio hii. To believe the one he has sent. Muaminini yeye aliyetumwa naye. You begin to understand something about they that come there. Then he says, I never knew you. Depart from me to hell. Mnaanza kuelewa kitu kuhusiana na wale ambao walikuja pale, halafu akawaambia ya kwamba watakuja pale wale ambao watakuja pale halafu atawaambia kwamba katika okay at the throne okay, just give full sentences now you understand a bit a little bit of the identity of those that will come on that day before the great white throne of judgment then he will deny them will abandon them he say to tell you the truth i never knew you 
Hapo sasa mnaanza kuelewa kitambulisho cha wale ambao watakuja katika siku hiyo mbele ya hiyo enzi nyeupe ya hukumu alafu atawaambia kwamba amin amin waambia kamwe siku wa jua ninyi I told you that the worst thing that can ever happen to you as a Christian Niliwaambia kwamba jambo mbaya kabisa ambalo linaweza kutendeka kwako kama Mkristo is to be living your life on the earth here thinking you are going to heaven thinking you are going to the kingdom of god ni kwako wewe kuishi maisha yako hapa duniani ukifikiria kwamba unaenda mbinguni ukifikiria kwamba unaenda katika ufalme wa Mungu and then when the day comes you are disappointed he says he says to tell you the truth i never knew you depart from me and throw you into hell Halafu wakati siku hiyo itakapowadia, halafu ubunjwe moyo, uambiwe ya kwamba amin amin nakwambia siku kujua kamwe ondoka kwangu nenda jehanamu. I'll give you an example here tonight a personal example. Nitawapatia mfano hapa usiku wa leo mfano wa kibinafsi. One time we were traveling with the whole team, we were traveling to the conferences abroad. Wakati mmoja tulikuwa tunasafiri na kikundi chote kizima tukisafiri kwenda kwenye kongamano hapo. Meetings we have been doing global. Mikutano ambazo tumekuwa tukifanya kote kote ulimwenguni. We arrived in Dubai we were using Emirates. Halafu tukafika pale Dubai tulikuwa tunatumia Emirates. And then they invited us to go to the business lounge upstairs. Halafu wakatukaribisha business class lounge. Ili kwamba tukaende katika kile kitengo cha wafanyabiashara pale juu. And see there they serve you like a hotel. Na pale juu pale juu wanakuhudumia kama hoteli. And the next flight was to connect through London. Na ile ndege iliyofuata ilikuwa kutuunganisha kupitia Uholanzi. So you see we have we, 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 London please London London. Kupitia London. Okay. So the next flight that we connecting was through London. Ile ndege nyingine ambayo ilikuwa ituunganisha ilikuwa kupitia Uingereza. And so we, we kept checking our boarding passes. Hivyo basi ilikuwa kila wakati tulikuwa tunabadilisha zile tikiti zetu. And we were good books we were okay. Na tulikuwa katika vitabu vizuri tulikuwa tulikuwa kwa wakati mzuri so with the bishops there the senior archbishop everybody was there pamoja na maskofu pale askofu mkuu kila mtu alikuwa pale and then after that we said no since now it's about 30 minutes to boarding let's just go and hang around let's hang around the, the boarding gate alafu sasa tukasemea kwamba kwa sababu sasa zime zimesalia dakika 30 ili kwamba kupanda ndege wacha tu tuende tukae pale katika lile lango la kupanda because we have a mission of the lord we cannot play with this kwa sababu tulikuwa na mission ya bwana hatuwezi kucheza i kept telling my team that kila wakati nilikuwa naambia kikundi changu hilo this is the mission of the lord we have to arrive the pastors are waiting for us there hii ndio mission ya bwana lazima tufike wachungaji wanatungojea pale and so as we were leaving the, the business class lounge upstairs trying to get into the elevator hivyo basi wakati ambapo tulikuwa tunaondoka katika ile kitengo cha wanabiashara tukienda katika juu katika ile elevator to go to the to, to, to the to, to the boarding gate ili, in good time ili kwamba tuende katika lile lango la kupandia ndege kwa wakati mwema and then we were stopped there halafu tukasimamishwa pale said no where, where are you traveling to halafu akatuambia pana mnasafiri kwenda wapi we said we are traveling to, through london tukasema kwamba tunasafiri kupitia uingereza said, no it's still too early just sit here and enjoy wakasema kwamba pana bado ni mapema kaeni tu hapo mjiburudishe and we said well but we just want to go and wait there au tukasema kwamba pana tunataka tu tuende tungojea hapo sit here we can serve you you know sit here hapana kaeni hapa tunaweza kuhudumia ni bado ni mapema they have not even begun boarding we'll call you we'll let you know bado hata hawajaanza kuitisha majina tutawaita tutawasababisha mjue and then halafu for some reason we went back and sat there kwa wakati kwa sababu moja ama nyingine tukarudi tukakaa pale and then at that time halafu kwa wakati huo when we thought we waited for them to tell us tulingoje ili kwamba watuambie then we realized no this thing is getting late let's just 
get there by ourselves. Halafu tukasema tukagundue kwamba pana hiki tunachelewa acha twende tu pale wenyewe. When we were walking down, tulipokuwa tunaenda chini, we saw the flight pushing back. Tuliona ndege ikirudi nyuma. People have entered the gate has been closed. Watu we wa Michael is wanted everybody all the bishops were there. Watu wameingia tayari na lango limefungwa tulikuwa na Michael is one na Michael. So we started running. Hivyo tukaanza kukimbia. When we arrived there they, they looked at the they said but you are late. Tulipofika pale wakaangalia tiketi zetu wakasema kwamba lakini imechelewa. Tulishtuka. We said no we told this time. Tukasema kwamba pana tuliambiwa kwamba bado kuna wakati. They said no the gate has been closed the flight is there leaving. Wakasema kwamba pana lango limefungwa ndege ndio ile pale inaondoka. I'll never forget what we went through. Sitawahi kusahau kile ambacho tulipitia. The unbelievable distress. Ile dhiki ya kutoaminika sana. Trying to run around looking for an office to book a new ticket, they're very expensive, everything messed up. Tukijaribu kukimbia kimbia ili kwamba tukutafuta ofisi tukaweze kuchukua tiketi nyingine kila kitu kilikuwa kimeharibika. New tickets are very expensive we could not afford. Na zile tiketi mpya zilikuwa za bei gali sana hatungeweza kujimuhudumu. So we're running looking for help asking people, eh? Kwa hivyo tulikuwa tunakimbia kimbia tukitafuta msaada tukiwauliza watu wakati mgumu. And the flight left. Nayo ndege ikaondoka. The worst thing that can ever happen to you. Jambo mbaya kabisa ambalo linaweza kukutendekea. Is to be living here on the earth. Ni kuwa unaishi hapa duniani. Thinking you are going to heaven. Ukifikiria kwamba unaenda mbinguni. And then come that day. Halafu sasa siku hii inapowadia. You reach the gate. Unafika katika lango. You find that the others have gone. Unapatia kwamba wengine tayari wameenda. And then for you. Halafu kwa kwa wewe. Depart from me we don't know you. Ondoka kwangu usikujui mimi. You workers of wickedness. Ninyi watenda maovu. Workers of evil. Watenda kazi wa uovu. I remember we preached that experience we had in Dubai. Nakumbuka kwamba tuliubiri. The senior archbishop preached it here. Nakumbuka kwamba askofu mkuu aliubiri hiyo hali hiyo tuliyokuwa nayo. I told him go preach it. It's a terrible thing we felt. Nilimwambia kwamba enda uihubiri kwa sababu ni jambo mbaya kabisa ambayo tulihisi. Tell them not to miss the flight to heaven. Waambia kwamba wasikose ndege ya kwenda mbinguni. It was a terrible thing. Ilikuwa kitu mbaya sana. For us there on the earth how much more terrible if you miss the flight to heaven. Kwa tu sisi duniani Jeni mbaya zaidi kiasi gani wakati utakosa ndege ya kuingia mbinguni? Here the worst that can happen is okay, just return me back home. Hapa mbaya kabisa ambalo laweza kutendeka ni kusema kwamba sawa nirudisheni tu nyumbani. No. Hapana. The worst that can happen to you is to appear and then Jesus say to tell you the truth, I do not know you. Get out of here. Mbaya zaidi ambalo laweza kutendeka ni ya kwamba ufike pale, alafu Yesu akwambie kwamba kukuambia ukweli, sikujui mimi, ondoka kwangu. And that's why this is of gravity. Na ndio sababu hii ni ya uzito. That you may understand. Ili kwamba mpate kuelewa. That what is coming is not a joke. Ya kwamba kila ambacho kinakuja sio mchezo. Anasema that there are Christians today. Ya kwamba kuna wakristo leo hii. That are living on the earth today. Ambao wanaishi duniani leo hii. That will not enter heaven. Ambao hawataingia mbinguni. He say. Anasema. That mere pronouncement of Lord Lord. Ya kwamba matangazo tu ya kusema kwamba Bwana Bwana. Cannot bring you to the kingdom of God. Haiwezi kukuleta katika ufalme wa Mungu. He say. Anasema. That when you look at them all. Ya kwamba ukiwatazama wote. All the Christians look alike now. Wakristo wote wanafanana sasa hivi. However on that day. Lakini hata hivyo katika siku hiyo. You'll be shocked. Mtashtuka. That some of them. Ya kwamba wengine wao. The Lord will say. Bwana atasema. I never knew you. Kama sikuwajua. Depart 
from me. You work as a wickedness. And that's why I am asking if God vowed that he would never abandon you. He would never desert you, desert you. That I will never leave you. Then what went wrong for him to finally say he never knew you? The miracles are important to the Lord. And if you look at Deuteronomy chapter 31 verse 6 He says the following Let's read it together. Deuteronomy chapter 31 verse 6 It's unbelievable what we went through on the earth but that's a small scale. At the airport, we sat there, scratching our heads, very sad. And we were telling them, but someone, one of you told us to wait that they would come for us. They asked, who? Who is it? Tell us, who told you that? Nobody says such a thing here. <laughs> we were sitting there. We tried to book a new ticket. They said $10,000. What? It's a big figure. You was the worst moment ever. And the pastors are waiting there. The meetings have been prepared. We sat there, we wondered, we were stranded. Then I told my team, so it will be with those that will miss entering heaven. So it will be. It will be nasty. When you see everybody else taken. And then for you remain. Deuteronomy 31.6 says. Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or terrified. Because of them. For the Lord your God goes with you and he will never forsake you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. God vowing that he would never leave his people. Then what is it that went so wrong for him to Tell a certain group. And he says, many will say to me, many, not few, many. Lord, Lord. Then I'll say to them, I do not know you. Something must have gotten so seriously wrong. And he's saying, that while they're living on the earth here, 
Sometimes if you look at one glance you may not be able to tell. At one glance you are not able to tell. The book of John chapter 6. Kitabu cha Yohana sura ya 6. Because he says. Kwa sababu anasema. In Matthew 7. Katika Mathayo 7. says only those that do the will of the Father in heaven, the will of my Father who is in heaven. Anasema ni wale tu wafanyao mapenzi ya baba mbinguni, mapenzi ya baba yangu aliye mbinguni. John chapter 6 verse 40. Kitabu cha Yohana sura ya 6 mstari wa 40. It says the following. Anasema yafuatayo. It says for my father's will is that everyone who looks to the son and believe hallelujah again for my father's will is that everyone who looks to the son anasema kwa maana mapenzi ya baba yangu ni kwamba kila mmoja amtazamaye muona and believes in him na kumwamini shall have eternal life awe na uzima wa milele again tena he says the following verse 40 Anasema yafuatayo mstari wa 40 of John chapter 6. Kitabu cha Yohana sura ya 6. Says for my father's will. Anasema kwa maana mapenzi ya baba yangu is that everyone ni kwamba kila mmoja who looks to the son to am, Christ Jesus. Amtazamaye mwana, amtazamaye Kristo Yesu. Who looks to the Messiah. Amtazamaye Masia. For my father's will. Kwa maana mapenzi ya baba yangu is that everyone who looks to the son to the christ ni kwamba kila mmoja amtazamaye mwana amtazamaye kristo and believes in him na kumwamini shall have eternal life awe na uzima wa milele and i'll raise them up at the last day nami nitawafufua katika siku ya mwisho now you see he begins to concentrate to center the will of god into this entire narrative of the judgment throne of God. Sasa mnaona ya kwamba anaanza kuweka shina la kati mapenzi ya Mungu katika hadithi hii yote kabisa ya hukumu ya kutisha ya kiti cheupe cha Mungu. Hi. Hi. In the book of Romans. Katika kitabu cha Warumi. So now he say. Kwa hivyo sasa anasema. He say that the father's will that he expects you to do. Anasema kwamba mapenzi ya baba ambayo anatarajia ninyi mfanye is to believe in Jesus. Ni kumwamini Yesu. Is to look to Jesus. Ni kumtazamia Yesu. Meaning depend on Jesus. Kumaanisha kwamba kumtegemea Yesu. Trust Jesus. Kumwamini Yesu. Rely on Jesus. Kumtegemea Yesu. Walk with Jesus. Kutembeana Yesu. Receive Jesus. Kumpokea Yesu. To receive the Lord. Kumpokea Bwana. Thank you.